Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of our weekly podcast, Flats and Shanks. I'm Di Flatman. I'm Tom Shanklin. I was trying right, to think Tom. of something f- funny then. I know. I Changed caught you on the up. hop a bit there, didn't I? Well, yeah. Timmy. Timmy Shanks. I'm T-Bone Shankos. Who was it that called you Shanko that time? Yeah, we've we've gone through that one. Oh, we've done it? Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are you? Um, I'm all right. Are you well, I'm are you? Okay. I'm a bit, um, if you want the truth, mate, you'll see my eyes are a little bit puffy. I'm a little bit allergic. All um, right, what? What to? I don't know why. I just I just suddenly tonight got allergic to the cat with whom I've lived for 15 years. Okay. Um, but I'm all right. I've popped a pill. Uh, popped a bluey. Keep going. I've actually um, bought right. a um, a intolerance uh, pack from York Laboratories. An intolerance pack. Yeah. Well, to find out what you're allergic to. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought I'd try it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with me, but I just thought I'd give it a go. You've got to do a little... You've got to prick your skin. Pretty good at that. We, and yeah. send it off. And it comes back with... Well, hopefully nothing, but you never know. Yeah, but the problem is, boy... But everyone's, everyone out. is allergic, I think, to... Or intolerant to dairy, aren't they? Well, I went, for the, I went for a test and they said, your body is one of the very few bodies that likes dairy. I thought, like, can that be right? Um, but anyway, I ploughed on and it turns out still here. Yeah, so, you're still doing all right, aren't you? But it said, I, it, it said that my, I didn't like lamb very much. And I said, that's not true. I love lamb. But it disagrees with you, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. So I, I literally, I had this thing for, it was Bath Life magazine and it was a bit of fun. I said, why don't I write a feature on what I saw this thing advertised somewhere. Why don't I go and have these allergy tests done and write a little feature on it for fun? And I went and I, I thought, this is such balls. I'm not going to write about it because if I do, I'm just going to be nasty. 
and it's not that, that kind of mag. So I was like, I'll just leave it, thanks. Because it was, it, yeah, it was like your body loves red meat, your body <laughs> likes coffee, your body likes red wine, and your body likes dairy. I was like, so I can eat everything. Yeah. It absorbs the lot. Yeah, it loves beef and it loves red wine and coffee. I was like, that cannot be right. I mean, how, how was your uh, little cooking experiment oh, yeah. you went to with Danny Grucock and Matt Powell? It was good. It was, I mean, it's pretty easy for me, to be honest with you. Um, did you do much or did you just like crack jokes and well, make people laugh? Yeah, have you, have, you seen, have you seen the movie Rocky Balboa? I've seen them all, mate. Yeah, but you know the one where he's retired and he's got the red velvet jacket that he puts on yeah. in his restaurant and he just wanders out and tells stories about the old days? Yeah. You were like, like that, Balboa were you? Balboa Friday night, yeah. You put someone's dressing gown on. <laughs> Die Balboa, yeah. I don't know, well, he had aprons on. He had lovely aprons on. But we cooked for our mate uh, Churchy and his wife Paula and six of their mates. And um, luckily one of them had loads and loads of cars in his garage to talk about. So we hit it off immediately. Cars and motorbikes. Can I shock you? I like cars. There you go. There you go. Uh, But it was really good. So all all I did was, all I did was I had to supply the meat. So the lads know what to ask of me. With Danny, it's like, keep it simple and he'll still cock it up. But Powley runs the show and... Flat supplies the meat, so I just cooked a whole fillet of beef and a coat de boeuf. Was that enough for all of you though? Because the whole fillet of beef was enough for everyone. Really, and we had a bit left over from that, and I really took the coat de boeuf to keep for the chefs, which we did. The guests didn't get any of that. How do you cook it? Um, do you, you seal it off? Sear it in a pan, brown it off in a pan, stick it in the oven for ten minutes. Any minutes. garlic butter, or was it just oil? I, I I like it as it is. We had we had peppercorn sauce, um, mm. but. I don't. I don't. I don't personally don't put a lot of sauce on it. I like the taste of meat. How do you have your meat? How do you like it? I like it rare to medium rare. So okay. I'm like everyone else, really. Yeah. So it was good. But I'm, I'm just back from London, actually. On the uh, went up and down on the motorbike, didn't I? If you are listening to this um, and you want some Six Nations chat, make sure you go on our ITV STV Six Nations pod. Um, that is being run all the way through the Six Nations. Why did my motorbike chat make you say that? Um, because I just got to remind people early. I've been told that okay, oh, some right. people just switch off. So we we are coming straight back to that wild hog chat, and I can't wait for yeah. it. Um, yeah. Also, it's not too late to get a match pint as well. It's a score predictor, and I have won two, or I've predicted close enough scores, and I'm claiming, yeah. and I have claimed two free pints off it down the local oh, pub, the railway. Two pints of Guinness. Thank you very much. I mean, it depends where you live, doesn't it? If you live in Bath, that saves you about nine quid. Mm. And if you live in... I went to a working man's club in Wakefield recently, and it was like £2.40 a pint. What are you doing up there, lad? Speaking? Dancing? Stripping? No, no. Dominoes? I was at a friend's dad's wake. So not so funny anymore, is it? No. Only it's a brilliant do. Absolutely brilliant do. You've done me there. Well done. Had a great time. Had a great time. What have you been up to? Um, also that we've got another oh, God. Flats and Shanks live Guinness event going on the 5th of March in Flatiron Square. If you um, want to, if you want to do all your promos, links. can you tell me to stop speaking? We so will tweet. Well, if I don't do them, then we, they won't get done. But it's like you're just blanking me at the moment. The 5th, I've got to say all of this stuff so I, we can chat. The 5th of March. Out, then. The 5th of March, Flatiron Square. Um, you and I, that's you, David, um, yeah. will be there and we'll be interviewing a star of the game we're not sure well we do know well, but we, we're, we're, we know who it is but he needs confirming doesn't he it's a he it's a he we're keeping it quiet the last one was great with tins uh, make sure you get down there also 
I think there's still a few tickets, two or three possibly, left for Wales v England in Walkabout Park, 10 o'clock. Booze o'clock, that's what I call it. What you call it? Booze o'clock. You're blimmin' mad you are, though. Yeah. You always have been, haven't you? So no smiling, no pointing. Blimmin' loose you are. No acceptance. The lot. We're playing it. Yeah. They're blimmin' mad. Yeah. So I want to... I want to start that day off and I don't want to remember the game. Yeah, yeah, I think it's not not a bad idea if you're Welsh, which you are. Um so what um, have I been up to? And uh, no, actually we'll start with your your motorbike. No. You went down to oh, London and back. Yeah. On your bike or yeah. do you someone else had a I hog? stole one. I stole one. I went on the back of I don't know if it was a motorbike taxi. I'd be quite a heavy passenger. No, I took my bike up there and um it was good actually to get a long run in it because I've had a couple of sort of cool trendy bikes. And now I've got a um, Triumph Tiger 800. And I wondered if the... I've tried the 12, really like the 1200. Wondered how the 8 would go. Yeah. Slogged it. Did a few A-roads on the way up there and then slogged it back in the dark on the M4. Great fun. So loads of miles, loads of fun. Were you nervous on the motorway? Zero fatigue. No, no. Motorway's easier, I always think, than roads. Because you know pretty much where everyone is. And you can just, if in doubt, stay where you are. And it's fine, but no, not nervous at all. Yeah, I've always you that, if in doubt, just stay where you are. That's what they teach, motto. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so no, really nice. Do you get a stiff that? neck from riding no. it? No, I don't get. When you consider, I've got a props back, knackered shoulders, neck, and stuff like that. I don't get any sore joints at all, okay. like none. So I stopped for petrol at Reading, Tom, yeah. and got ripped off at Reading, and then. I'm straight back on. I didn't even get a coffee. I just jump on and go. Cause it's, actually well, it's quite difficult to grab a coffee, isn't it? And, and ride at the same time. Yeah, but you can sit down and have five minutes. If you if it was physically difficult, like on a couple of the other bikes I've had, they're not made for long distances. They're cruisers and they're posy, really. They're town bikes, really. But and they're made for like countryside blats, but not heavy mileage. So when you stop, you stop for 20 minutes, half an hour, and you stretch out and stuff. Yeah. But on this... The big one, it's kind of like... Uh, you could get a camel pack, couldn't you? Put it on your back, put your coffee in there, a little tube into your mouth. Yeah, I just I just open the visor on my helmet, stuff loads of food in, ram it shut and just eat my way to visibility. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Eat your way out. Eat your way out, yeah. Um, well, that's nice. So, so hey, uh, oh, by the way, um, you wouldn't know this, boy, and neither would any... Actually, someone might. But ages and ages ago, um, I mentioned that there was this new bike coming out and hopefully Triumph are going to bring out this new bike called a Rocket. Yeah, I think I remember and I got saying a call that. about a week later from my mate Murph, who, uh, let's just say, represents Triumph. And he's like, mate, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> you weren't meant to say. And I was like, so I think I nearly got Murph in trouble. He'll be listening to this. So you've survived it, Murph. So up yours. But will you be getting um, a Rocket? But they are, they've now announced it, that it's coming out. And, mate, it is the... I like toys, you know yeah. that. Yeah, I know. It is the it is the toy I want more than any other toy. I'd rather have that than a helicopter. I wonder what I wonder what I'm going to get into when I have a midlife crisis. I've always wondered that. Like, what's going tanning? What's what's going to be my like hobby? Tanning. Don't ignore what I said. Um, I don't, mate. <laughs> You've been just, in it for years, boy. I just look well. You used to have a kid to make yourself feel young again, didn't you? I look. <laughs> That's my crisis. Oh, oh, oh. We're in our late twenties now. Oh, yeah. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. 
40 years old, bar, 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 black sheep. Just, yeah. I once, I once decided to sing Bar Bar Black Sheep and to sing it until Sophia, my daughter, went to sleep. So I was like, I'm just going to keep singing the same song until she could try and bore her to sleep, which yeah. was about two or something. And I did it 43. It was either 43 or 47. I can't remember. So I'll underplay it. 43 times in a row and I was like oh, I'll tell you what what did you do have a little, like a little bit of chalk in your hand to I just knock it off on the wall I counting on my fingers bar bar blah yeah. bar bar blah but kept going 43 times like mate I'm out uh, you can just you can stay awake if you want mate I'm out I mean luckily though it's quite a short song you know if you get a long song like The Farmer in His Den yeah that's I've heard it ah oh, well <clears throat> I do Dutch ones do you want to hear a Dutch one no yeah go on then Slap King Slap <laughs> Darbo, darbo ter loopt een schaap, een schaap met witte woedjes, die drinkt haar melkse zoetjes. You sound like you sound like you should be in the 1940s on a German U-boat singing. Red October, should be on Red October singing it. <laughs> Sean Connery defects. Oh, sorry. For I just, I, for I just like to do. Oh, well, I just like um, to do nursery rhymes in different languages. Do a couple of. Do you want to hear a Latin one? No. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, I do. I do. We do. I was, we I was the, bluffing. The I was public. bluffing. All right. I don't know one. Um, what have you been up to, our kid? Okay. Just before I've been up. Well, I've been watching Dirty John on Netflix, and well, that's a podcast that you got me into, uh, which I've listened to all of it and was just enthralled through Connie it all. Britton is her name, isn't it? Hmm. The main character, mm. her real name is Connie Britton. Okay. And she was in, uh, oh God, I've completely forgotten it, the one about country singers. Okay, um, Dolly Parton. Just, no, anyway, but I'm going to say something in a, something in not very 2019, but I think she is one of the most attractive, mature women I've seen. Okay. She is just my cup of tea. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll even enjoy that with the biscuit. But I've been watching that on Netflix, really good. Yeah, properly and properly like, like it. I mean, I know what happens in the end. Um, I know that's. And I always find it. It's, it's always it tickles me because obviously, you know, a lot of people use the word terror now. It's like terrible. Like it came from Mark Regan going, "Oh, Babs, that's terror, terror." Now everyone uses it, and there's a girl. Oh, is that it, where it came from? There's a girl in it called Terror. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I think about five episodes in, I finished Das Boot. Enjoyed that. That's on Sky like Atlantic. That? Yeah, you will. You will. It's, it's German subtitle. It's German. It's subtitled and a bit of French in there, but also there's English as well. So a little bit of everything. They're the easy bits. That's but the it's time one of those. You can eat. I try to start. Well, I try to watch it when I was cooking. I just you just can't do it. You can't or eating. You can't. Yeah. You got to yeah. give it your undivided. You can't even double screen it. So I filmed a video last week. Um, with that who? was with Steve Spears. Ugh. So we we basically. Um, we were told to can we film and recreate the Scott Gibbs try 1999 that he at scored at Wembley yeah um, so Steve and I end up going to a little primary school uh, I think it's Park Lewis in Pontypridd and we take on a load of kids we dress the little kids little Welsh kids up in Eng- England shirts cover yeah. them in white they're the they're the opposition and um, it's just me and him recreating that try Oh, Tommy. Isn't that lovely, though? Mm. Isn't it? And it's just been shown on Scrum 5 now. Don't know how it's gone down, but... I mean, you you care, but you don't care you that do, much. You do, but you don't. No. It, and it's a bit of fun. 
It's a bit of and fun. He, Steve, I love working with Steve. I mean, you've worked, he's just incredibly funny, mate. He's brilliant. I want you to be honest now. Yeah. You're not very good at, you're not very good at lying, so you're going to be honest anyway, but just making sure. The last couple of years, you and I have done those videos together. Yeah. Do you prefer doing them with Steve because he's a professional actor and he's a comedian? Uh, I prefer I prefer the two to become three. He's Where he's brilliant is that because he is an actor and he just helps having someone that can properly, truly act. It just comes oh, hang naturally on a sec, mate. to him. Hang on, my phone's ringing. Hang on, it's Danny. All right, Dan? Um, just recording a podcast with uh, Shank the Tank. Can I give you a call later on? Do you want to talk about barbecues and that? Yeah. We'll do, mate. Cheers, cop. Yeah, we'll do it. Ta-ra. Pass your best on to Shanks. Pass your best on to Shanks. Yeah. That's me, doesn't he? I'm seeing Dan in Devon tomorrow, so he's very, very keen for a freezing cold beach barbecue. Oh, yeah. He wants a list of meat I'm supplying, I think. Okay, very nice. So I told him the other day, and I was on Friday night for this cooking thing, and he's like, hey, How's your podcast going then, Dave? I said, yeah, it's good, mate. Yeah, good. Yeah, have you ever listened to it? No. <laughs> no, no. Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah, no, and again, yeah. Just not ours? No. No. Be, <laughs> that was that. We should just get him on one day. We should have a barbecue around yours. Yeah, but it'd be the worst podcast ever if he's nah, on it. No, it'd be all right. It'd be all right. He's a legend. Look, if we're really stuck, we can talk about karate. He's black yeah, belt. Yeah, the black belt he had. The black belt he had 34 years ago. Doesn't matter, counts, mate. You've all, you'll always have that over you. Got your 50 meter badge. It's like badge. an MBE, isn't it? Badge. Can't take it away from you. Well, you can actually. Mm. It's a lie. Remember, um, you know, remember the swimming badges thing? Yeah. We did our, I remember we did our 20 meters and then it was a, we had a big, whatever it was, it pool in the local town and it was a 50 meter pool. And it's like, if you can do one length, obviously, or yeah, 25 meter pool, two lengths get you 50 meters. So I was like, I was only little, and I wasn't a very good swimmer. I was like, oh yeah, fine, I'll do that. And I just kept going, not knowing, thought they would tell me to stop. And then I saw like quite a lot of panic, and there was another school in there that had come in and started their swimming lesson, and I just kept going. And there was quite a lot of panic, and then I saw my dad running down the side of the swimming pool, and you weren't allowed to run, and he was dressed in civvies. Yeah, no running, and no bombing. Someone, sh- someone shouted, David! And I was like, yes! And they'd forgotten I was in there, thought they'd lost me in the changing rooms. Anyway, they calculated that I'd done about 1,500 metres and I got my 1,500 badge on the same day as my 50. Ah, oh, man, you should have done another, like, 100 more metres and you could have you had your mile badge. That, that's what I meant. I got my 10-mile badge, my 50-mile badge. Oh, well done, so, you. I mean, big gold. I mean, big guys like you love the water, though, don't they? It's, it's the weightlessness feeling. It's the only time we feel light. Yeah. It's like going bounding into around. an orbit. Yeah. Instead of people orbiting around us... We feel like we're in orbit. Just at one with yourself, aren't you? Floating around the pool. Um, like a manatee. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to Ireland this weekend. Um, just, yeah. for a, just for a day, really. 24 hours. In it's a day out, isn't it? In it's a out, day basically. out. It's a day out. Um, doing co-coms. It was Bennett and Scarlet. It's a really good game, actually. I have a guess you who like won. like co-coms? Uh, Bennett and <laughs> Scarlet. Bennett and. Got it, didn't I? Bennett Oh, <laughs> Oh, you horrible kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah doing really well. They're like joint second in uh, Conference B at the moment. Oh, great. But we'll get on to a little bit of rugby later. Um, so that's that's it, really. It's yeah, Sunday nice night. You are, kid. I'm recording the pod with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, have you done really? anything exciting apart from your barbecue for Churchoid? No. 
I haven't actually. And it's, do you know what? It's, it's quite nice to not be hectic sometimes. It is. Um, Especially with us this week, because we've got a mental busy week, haven't we? Then after this week, we're uh, off to Japan then to film yeah. a load of footage for ITV. So it's all good. Get it's rest while good. you can. I've always said that. But yeah, it's all good. But I mean, it, it's just quite nice because this week is, I mean, half term is pretty chilled. I'm working a bit towards the end of the week, but it's, we're going down to Devon for a few days, you know, but that's nice. But after that, it just goes off, doesn't it? Right, it goes. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It goes late chicken night, oriental. Sunday night finish. That's what it does. Late night, Sunday night finish, early morning, early morning flight to Japan. But then as soon as I land at Heathrow a week later back in, back from Japan, I stay in Heathrow for four hours and then get a flight, early morning flight to Newcastle. Joy. To do game. And then I fly back to Bristol and get a taxi home from Bristol and hopefully don't die. Well, I get back on the fifth. I I get back on the fifth, and I've got to do straight away. Go to Flatiron Square for our event. Yeah, Um, but I might have to stay at yours maybe on on Sunday night. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, perfect. Of course you can. We've got to record the pod, haven't we? And then we've got to travel down in the morning to the airport. Get blooming lashed. Get blooming lashed as well, haven't we? Get the whining. Could we blooming whine and tap us? We'll we'll have to get. We'll have to get a blooming driver, wouldn't we? Probably. I mean, like the old days, isn't it? When ourselves. you used to get ready to go out for a night out, I'd come round, watch you get ready with a glass of wine. <laughs> Put some music on. <laughs> do a little fashion show for me. Yeah, do you like that? Yeah. No, it's not you. I know. Big mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> I remember when we did were going out once, I wore jeans and a shirt. You know, what were in a shirt for? I was like, well, I just trying to be a bit more mature you know like, you know cut my t-shirts forever and you're like why is it tucked in your gut's too big to have a shirt tucked in <laughs> i was like well look at it when it's out and i pulled it out and you were like yeah looks like a tarpaulin tuck it in <laughs> or just wear a t-shirt <laughs> oh i used to have a pair of base snakeskin like slip on loafers my pride and joy wear them with a nice <laughs> pair of linen trousers <laughs> Like a serial killer. Terror. Absolutely horrific. Terror. I mean, it's crazy to think like how baggy people used to wear jeans. Some do, actually, still. Although, I got a load of grief this weekend because the boys said my jeans were too tight. They can never be too tight, mate. So I said, and then I was like, they're not that tight. And then Austin Healy walked over and I said, Oz, what do you think of these jeans? And he's like, "Mm, you're getting better, but they could be tighter for me. I was like, you see? Yeah. The problem is, Tom... I did blooming leg day, didn't I, before I went to work? Ah, oh, your doms, did you? Well, it was Quadzilla, wasn't I? I was all puffed up. You know what it's like. Yeah. Got a calf explosion. Um, no, they're just quite tight. But I think they look lovely. So, up there. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, so I covered a little bit of the Guinness Pro 14 um, this weekend. And Mm. as I said, Benetton won. Couldn't quite believe it. I mean... Look, they are a decent team, Benetton. They've certainly improved, but you know the Scarlets are still the Scarlets. You know they've still got the likes of Johnny McNichol playing. Mm. Um, Reese Patchell was on the bench. Um, Josh McLeod has been really good. Dan Davis, Vernon Kruger, um, Steph Evans was was playing as well. So they still got a decent team. But you look at the Benetton were were just bigger and more physical, especially in the second half. Yeah, really. I mean, there was a try that was given for basically crawling over the line, and it should never have been a try. Uh, so the Scots can count themselves a little bit unlucky there. But no, they were just like they were far more physical all over the park. Really, were they, were they creative? That's something I think is missing from the Italian game. Not massively, but you don't really need to be too creative when you're carrying and you're getting your shoulders through every single contact yeah. and getting yourself on the front foot. And yeah. Um, Ian McKinley, he was released by our Italy to play. Yeah, um, he's the guy who perforated his left it, um, eye. Oh yeah. So he wears little goggles. He like came off the bench for the Azzurri the other week. When I was out there. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Uh, and play- he wants to, he wants people to stop talking about it all the time. Apparently, you just to- talk about him as a player. Well, you, you can't not miss it, mate. He's got a pair of goggles on. Yeah, they look wicked as well, actually. But. Um, it's incredible, like a 10 playing with one eye. You know, it's that is probably the hardest position to play for a peripheral because you've got to keep scanning left, right all the time. It was hard enough with two eyes, Tom. That's what I've always mm. said. Um, so Yeah, good on him. Yeah, so 25-19 to the Scots. And the Scots had a chance right at the end as well. Patchell kicks it into the corner, line up five metres. Scots go to the front. Guess who competes at the front? Guess who? Benetton. Yeah. Steal the ball. Really go. Else, uh, there was a thriller, mate, at the Blues. Cardiff oh, really? Blues, Glasgow oh, Warriors, yeah. Glasgow tell. won 38-34, but some brilliant tries. Really good. Oh, really? You know you get games which just end-to-end action. And it's, yeah. It's hard. It's just exhausting watching because it's from yeah. one side to the other. Um, I mean, Glasgow were basically near enough in the lead the whole, whole way through, but Alid Summerhill scores three, uh, three tries for the Blues. Um, Jared Evans looked really creative at 10 for the Blues. Uh, Nick Grigg playing for Glasgow. Grigsy. Yeah, he's a Kiwi. Mm. Um, he's come over, but really powerful. He's not the oh, biggest Gr- bloke. Grigsy. 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 <laughs> Grigsy. He's, played, uh, he's had a few, a handful of caps for Scotland. He's obviously not in the start of 15 now for him, but um, he looked something else, really, at the weekend. He was, a, he was, a, he was just he was his yards off, after contact. Yeah, Peter Horn played at ten. Ali Price was really good. How um, did Peter Horn go? Okay, okay. 
I think okay. he's better twelve than he is ten. But you know, if you if you don't have a ten, and you, I mean, um, Adam Hastings was on the bench. Not sure why. Maybe it was down to form. Maybe it, it was down to being away in Scotland camp and not training as much. But he um, he did all right. But Pete Horn's also in the Scotland camp as well, so he does all right. He does all right. Um, so that was a, a decent enough game. Um, wasn't much of a thriller um, in Bridge End on Friday night. Ospreys nil, Ulster eight. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, um, Duan van der Mer for Edinburgh. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of him. He's, I have heard of him. He's a South African. But he's a mute. I'm sure at some stage he's a beast, man. in a few years he will qualify and Scotland will snap him up. I really hope he does qualify because I want to watch him play for Scotland. I want to watch him play against Joe Thock and a singer. Oh, yeah. At Murrayfield. That's what I want, our kid. Yeah. Munster, easy beat Southern King. So, um, no real surprises. Um, Mm. Leinster beat Zebra quite easily. There was some mega Prem rugby at the weekend. Yeah. Um, Saints scored nine tries that absolutely battered Sale, who have been the form team in the Prem. Yeah, I know. Reinhardt, two tries. How fast is Reinhardt as well? Dab was a sprinter, elite sprinter. Was he really? He's rapid. Yeah, but the try they scored from the round like second try, they scored from the kickoff. It's just like that is, and I say this, I said this on the telly, but in a sporting sense, that is, they have got absolutely no respect for that sale defence. They just absolutely shred it from a kickoff. Yeah, and run it, run the length, you know, run running from seventy five meters. Just they were fab, and, and Tom Collins' final try at the end, the ninth try, they're yeah. still going for it. Gunning from just underneath their own post. Go, 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 go. Sale were absolutely all over the place. They got absolutely destroyed. But with Reinhardt, you always expect scrum will always be sharp off the base because that's their game, isn't it? But yeah, often you don't see a scrum half. Sometimes you don't see a scrum half that has just got pure wheels as well that can finish off and maintain that pace for long yeah. distances. He's got that easily. Yeah, he was. he's... Very, very. It's a lovely offload um, by Pierre Francis for his second. Oh try. yeah! I mean that is that skill is so hard under a massive amount of pressure. Yeah, that's class. Really that, enjoyed yeah, that. Really, really that nice. was probably um, my skill of the of the day. Quinn's Quinn's put seven past Worcester. Mm. Um, so Quinn scored. Did some great stuff. Mike Brown, lovely little chip to the corner from for, I know. Uh, Jack Clifford from Mike Brown. Lovely bit of skill. And again, I'm, I'm repeating myself on the telly a bit, but anyone else does that, we're going nuts. But so many people have made their mind up that Mike Brown just does what he does, that I think people are blind to the improvements he's made this season. They were scoring, I think it was um, Joe Marchant scored a couple of weeks back from a beautiful little, it might have been Nathan Earl, a beautiful little chip through, a grubber through from Mike Brown. Lovely bit of skill. Yeah. And it's like, well, Alex Good does that or Sips does that. We're all going mad. It's a, they're lovely bits. But it's, I think he's getting better. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure he's getting better. Um, he's a very good player all round, but it pays to be liked. Helps to be liked, mate. Hey, you're right, you know. Uh, ben Tapawai's angle. Yeah, how good was that? Was nice. It was good. But how well does, I think it's Danny Kerr do to find his man? Because that's a long, flat yeah. pass. But uh, risky to pass. be fair, you'd hope with the best part, what is it, eight, nearly 80 caps now, you'd hope mm. he could chuck a decent pass. But still, a lot of a lot of scrum halves wouldn't have made that pass. No. It's really nice. It's it's a difficult pass. That is a difficult pass. Yeah. Off the left as well. I mean, being a scrum half, you shouldn't have a weak hand, but that's a tough pass to hit but the man. But they do. You can't, yeah. you can't check your man. You're hitting it flat. That has to be right on the button. It was. Uh, I know Worcester basically were 
were hammered really in that game. But Josh Adams, bonus Josh Adams does look fast, doesn't, doesn't he? he? Yeah, he looks rapid. Really, really fast. Really quick. Mega yeah. acceleration. Top. End. He looks really explosive, mm. and it's one of that that bonus point's important, you know, because Newcastle went to the wreck and lost again, and it's almost like what's the do not at times. They've looked brilliant a couple of times over the last couple of seasons, but here and there. But they, their their mean performance, their average performance is pretty poor at the moment. But they're still they don't really have to do much because Newcastle are doing them a favour every week. They're not the London Welsh of the Premiership, but yeah, they keep on losing. They do, you know? they do. Um, Saracens thirty three, Leicester ten. Now, Leicester were right in that game. I think it was one point in it after sixty five minutes. But standard Saris that final quarter just pull away and I mean Leicester were, were in that game towards the end and it doesn't help when Tamua throws an intercept no and it just gets picked off by Ben Spencer um, and Strattle scores as well at the end he still he can still dance them over Strattle can't he yeah I mean he's it was, still so elusive when he gets a bit of ball it's fairly easy try but um, I, I was suppose it? that no, yeah I think they look good the um the score doesn't really reflect, I suppose, how competitive Leicester were. But you can't switch off against no, the best, can set, you? Set, 100% set piece. They defended really well at times. They had some boys carrying hard. Mm. Callum Afoni, I mean, he doesn't make many yards, but he carries a lot of ball. But, yeah, just Saris didn't. You never felt like they were going to lose that, even at half-time when the score hadn't gone their way. You just think there's no panic there. Get in, have a chat, have a quarter of an orange, hot yeah. chocolate done. Tom Young's. Um, not needed by Wales goes back to Wasps scores a try has a real decent game Wasps win 29-22 um, he looked really good the all the way through him, but he was absolutely outstanding in that game at the mm. weekend he was the best player on the field again he was just brilliant man absolutely yeah. brilliant he was good um, Charles Pietal scored a nice try just bounces yeah, off Willie LaRue yeah but come on like, I know Piatau is mega strong. He's not that big, but he's mega strong. But does Vili LaRue want to make that hit? Not really, but he doesn't want to make any tackles. But you watch how <laughs> Piatau sort of turns his body, though, to bump him. If he just goes to the line and fends his hand, that's quite an easy tackle. But what Piatau does is he makes himself hard, a lot harder to tackle by changing his whole body, turning around and yeah. essentially slowing down just to bump off Willie LaRue. You know, if, if he just goes to that line, Willie LaRue will grab his arm, use momentum, pull him down, but does a real decent job. But it is a poor, it is a poor tackle, mate. There's no Matt doubt. Perry would have, Matt Perry would have got him. Pez, yeah, Pez would have nailed him. I think Pez has had that little skin tag from his nose removed as well. Has he? Yeah, I saw a picture of him the other day. Oh, that's good. He needed that. So, so glad because... Well, he started having to buy food in the end. Well, I just... <laughs> I just can't stop staring at it when it's there. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, but I thought it was a bit weak from Willie LaRue that, but... Billy Searle, um, horrible injury. Fly off. Really, oh, no. really nasty. I think he's had a proper leg or ankle snapper there. And it was on the highlights, but I couldn't watch it. I knew it was coming. Yeah. And I'd, I knew it. So I, cause I'd see, saw it live and I couldn't watch it. So I haven't watched any replays because it's not my... Not I my hate that as there, well. But... I can't stand it. Um, massive win for Gloucester against Exeter. Yeah. Third time Exeter Gloucester good for it. Yeah. Exeter, Exeter just not quite on it, actually. It didn't, didn't look brilliant. Um O'Flaherty try where Cressic went through the middle was a really nicely worked try stitched mm. stitched Gloucester up a treat but 
Overall, but I do, I do. I look back at the tries, and I think the the Woodward try where Thorley takes pinpoint kick from Cipriani. Thorley takes it, offloads it to Woodward. I say that's forward. Everyone, everyone else seems to disagree. That's fine. I think it's a forward and shouldn't have been allowed. And also, the James Hansen, the hooker, his block um, later on. And I've, I just they were on the TV they had a quick look at it and said actually it looked bad but it wasn't it's fair it's fair it's fair I've had another look at it and I just think no yeah uh, it's Ben Morgan who scores isn't it in the end I think but I for me that both of those tries should have been disallowed I wonder that Cipriani kick I mean he's put it up in the air he's putting up an under up I wonder if it's actually meant to put one up on the winger because um, that's a real difficult kick to put because it's an up and under it's not mm. a cross field kick where it's quite easy to judge the height and the length of it, you're basically hitting the ball as hard as you can in the air, but it's a perfect kick because it's right on that winger and Thorley gets off the ground really well. But yeah. what I'm trying to say basically is if you put a real high up and under up and you put it on the winger, that's a hard kick to to control. And whether he meant to do yeah. it or not, whether he just meant to put it up in the middle of the field, which most people do, mm. Um it's a nice piece of skill. Well, he, I hope he did. It's Sip, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's Sip, isn't it? it? Is. Of course he did. He yeah, went where he wanted what to go. S- what am I saying? But, Sorry, mate. I'm tired. Should have had a coffee. And Gloucester, Gloucester are great. And Gloucester against Sarries at King's Home on Friday night is going to be really mm. interesting. Interesting. We're going to have to watch it on Catch Up the next morning over breakfast. But we will, won't we? We'll have a croissant and a coffee, won't we? Of course we will. Um, play 13 now. Who Who's going to win it? Sarries. Yeah. No one disagrees with me either. Do no, you don't, do you? No. I mean, you do not have to be a rugby expert. So, who's going to win the Pro 14? Leinster? Yeah, I think so. That's what I think. Um, uh, Leinster, Munster. It depends, really. I mean, It'd be nice if it was close. I mean, I think, think with Leinster, is, Leinster, unbelievable, mate. The talent that comes through there. The l- talent that comes through the Leinster schools and the academies. It just gets shipped off to other places. You look at. People like Joey Carberry, you know, he's he's had to go to Munster to get some game time. John Cooney yeah. gone to Ulster. You know, there's yeah. a massive amount of talent that comes through Leinster, and, and rightly so, you know, it gets dispersed to some of the other provinces to make them stronger. But yeah, I like that. I know, I, I like it a lot as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of chat in Wales about potentially having two, maybe three regions. Really? Yeah, amalgamating some. Don't know. Okay. I don't know why. I just I just want to watch Neath against Swansea again. There's always going to be. That's all I want. There's always been chat about maybe having a North Wales region. Um, there's oh, also yeah. been chat about having two regions, sort of combining Newport and Cardiff and Flatley and the Ospreys. But we're not sure. I mean, the WRU eventually is going to own all the regions. I think it's it now owns the Blues. It owns um, the Dragons. I think it part owns the Ospreys. I think. Or the part owns the Scarlets, and the only one it doesn't own is the Ospreys at all. So okay. I think obviously Wales are trying to copy that Irish model. Yeah. Um, which is a good model, and it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah absolutely. I'm. Mm, I'd like. I'd like him to do it, Tom. I'll level with you. What are you going to watch at the moment then on Netflix? Come on, I need some oh, inspiration, mate. Um, Any good podcasts? I'm, but I'm going to dig in tonight. I'm going to. I'm dirt, Dirty John. I'm too into Dirty John, but I know what happened, like you do. So, but I just. I'm so. Kind it's good of, though. It's really enjoyed Dirty John. I'm um, in love with Connie Britton. But I'm going to keep watching. Um, End of Days was. I really like that. Um, there's End a of guy. Days. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, 
It's about... Martin Smith's recommended sex education and lovesick. Really? Yeah. yeah, sex education apparently is good. But end of days, um, I know you've listened to it already. Uh, Have I? Yeah, it's about David Koresh. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's a guy who, um, who narrates it. He's really good. Uh, ben, uh, no, it's not Ben, it's Warburton. can't remember what Warburton, though. Ben is Sam's brother, so I get confused a lot. It's not him. No. Um, um, but no, I'm... I'm Chris no, Warburton. What, uh, it's Chris Warburton. He's a presenter okay. um, from BBC Five Live, but he's brilliant on it. Love listening to him and the way he presents okay. and how it's edited. That's good. I, I could do with some recommendations. But, oh, by the way, we got a question. Uh, Michelle just uh, texted me, by the way, um, with a question that someone's asked. And the bloke who's asked it is called Tom Bone or Bown, not sure, B-O-W-N. Well done. Yeah. Anyway, hello chaps, got a question for you to cover. Um, I like a good sing-song, but what's the view of singing along to opposing teams, anthems and internationals? Not sure I could hold myself back from belting out the Irish or Scottish anthem. Um, if I was standing on the pitch, I might not shed tears, Delalio style, but we give a passionate rendition. Cheers, boys, Tom. You find yourself humming along to it when you stood there because some, the answer, yeah, some are so catchy. You know, yeah. you, they, they are. You know, you, the French one's really good. The Italian one's really good. Yeah, not even, I mean, and even you don't the know Italian the words. lads don't, just, don't know the words to theirs. No. I'm sure they don't. You but, just hum it and there's a big, hey, at the end. Yeah. I love it. Um, I but, love you know, the, when you listen to Ireland's Call and Flower of Scotland, I mean, they're yeah, just, there they are incredible. Like, even now, I still think when I'm watching the Six Nations games on TV, I still think Murrayfield, um, Flower of Scotland, when the bagpipes Ooh, stop yeah. and it's just echoing around the whole oh, of the yeah. stadium, yeah. just everyone's singing. It's a real passionate yeah. anthem as well. You can't beat that. No, it's great. No, and I'd like, uh, you know me, mate, I love a sing-song after. You know what you're like. Yeah. You're an Oggy. I mean, I, I'm not very good at singing, but... I will give it you a are. bloody Don't good go. Undersell yourself. Undersell yourself. Right. Um, right. Stop lying. Um, I'm going to go for a bowl of pasta now. Yeah. Get a bit of weight back on for winter. A whole meal, yeah. I'm going to have a whole meal. What are you going to have with it? Just pasta. It's like pasta bake, leftover pasta bake that my kids okay. didn't want. So Dave, I'll cover it in salt and eat it. Tom, you're going to put something in the microwave for five minutes, stir it halfway through, rip off the seal, and then eat it. Oh, it's already made. Okay. It's in a it's in a dish and I'm going to put it on a plate and yes, I will warm it up in the microwave while I sort Netflix or, out. as I like to call it, living in Wales, the poppity ping. <laughs> we don't have a good word for microwave. You. Yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. All right. Well, no, good luck to you and I'm looking forward to the sleepover next Sunday. It's going to be nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be lovely that. Yeah. I'll bring, right. the, I'll bring the kale, all right, mate? <laughs> Cheers then. Bye. 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 